welcome to yet another edition of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Bob. That's Jake. And today, well, yesterday kind of ended up sucking at the end, but uh, yesterday was a good day, Bob. Uh, what all happened? Uh, so I went in for my taping at the recruiter's office. The past two weeks, I'm down 3% body fat and 9 pounds. Damn, B. They, whenever I done my weight, I was at 221. Uh-huh. And uh, even though I don't look at my body fat percentage is like at a 24% now, because it was at 27 uh, last time good. I went in two weeks ago. So, you know, that's that's also discounting like the previous two to three weeks of really busting my ass at the gym and barely having anything to show for it and all the times of craving pizza and not having any. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, dude. So yesterday we had Sarai, we had came up with a deal that if I passed my taping yesterday, that she'd buy me two slices of Costco pizza for lunch. So I totally had some Costco pizza for lunch yesterday. And that's the reward. Yep. Right. Hey, Should man. I- uh, dude, I like me some Costco pizza. But nah, man. So I get to take the the ASVAB here in like oh. Two and a half hours. A little it over. Was, it was probably my favorite uh, BBC show. What? Abfab. Well, You're you said... You're taking a test about oh. Abfab? No, it's ASVAB. Armed Services uh, Vocational Aptitude Battery. I'm still going to call it the Abfab. <laughs> That's fine. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I'd started studying a little more last night, and I guess I should be doing this instead of talking to my chuckle-headed brother, but uh, we had already made plans for this, so I'm yeah. all right with doing this. Cause I I need to I need to clear my mind, free your mind. The rest will follow. Exactly. So I uh, really no, I was even pretty stoked, it, but then couldn't make it even past the intro without a fucking musical interlude. That's all right, but dude, <laughs> then the night got so much worse. What happened? So it was a uh, it was a global issue, and it affected all old navies, gaps, and banana republics. The registers went down, like the internet, the reporting, everything went down. So at one point we had two operating registers, but it was taking anywhere from two and a half to five minutes a transaction, to process a transaction. That happened during a blockbuster summer rush at the theater once. And I nearly got a, as in a, I could have got enough write-ups to be fired because of how bad my till was off. Because what we had to do is we had to use the old freaking carbon copy. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just using my, I was the only one on till. They were using it to ring it up as cash. And of course, since they're ringing up as cash, they came and dropped my till multiple times. So when I went up there, instead of having around 180, I had $23. Oh, damn. So they got all huffy and shitty about it. Like, you know, I was stealing money. I was like, you bitches went over there and dropped me three times in two hours. Yup. You didn't keep track of the fact that you left me with an empty till. You looking at it like, oh, yeah, I'll just pull $150 out again. Oh, there's only a 20 and some ones left. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, so by the time I found our uh, downtime kit, which has all of the uh like the carbon copy stuff yeah. and like the 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 receipt stuff, we are we didn't have a line by the time I found it. Cuz while we had a line, I was trying to find it and couldn't find it anywhere, and then I finally found it and we had no line. Everybody <laughs> just so, leave or pay with cash. No, we should have just said, "Hey, pay with cash," but 
Dude, like one of the other uh, business operation managers, the one in Midvale, she she put a thing on GroupMe. She's like, I'm only asking for cash straight up. If they're wanting to pay with a card, I'm just turning them away. So I was like, well, I'm not going to go that far. But we I, actually, the customers were pretty chill about it. They're like, well, what can you do? You know, and it's I told them I was in like, hey. Farmington on a Saturday. No, this was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. This was last night. Oh, this yeah. was yesterday. Okay. So now, so a good day turned out to be a really long shit day the last, like, three hours. <laughs> yeah, it tends to be. Start with the whole I made, how you made me watch it and all that stuff, so. Yeah, for sure. All right, Bob, so I gave you my HBO Go login so that you could finally finish watching Game of Thrones Season 5. Yes, and why was it you were wanting to make me watch it in one sitting? Or the rest of it. Apparently, I only needed four episodes. <laughs> oh, so I thought you said you'd only seen the first four. Apparently, I was wrong. It was the uh, the wedding episode on. Oh. All right. So, you know, there there's going to be some spoilers coming up. Maybe Bob can add in a, a time marker, like, somewhere in here he can nah, edit. I don't worry about okay. it. Most, we, I think Jake, most remember? everybody who listens already has seen also, or... We gave that disclaimer a few, like, episode six. Well, unless it's Big like Bunny. If Big Bunny starts listening, he hasn't watched any since season four. Because he's well, waiting for the six books, so... Oh, my God. So he's never going to watch the rest of the series. Ever. I guess not. So, Bunny, if you're listening, Bob... Earmuffs. Earmuffs, Bob, Yeah, me. earmuffs, and Bob can just, like, text you when you can pick back up, if for some if reason I you're remember. listening. <laughs> so... All right, Bob. Okay. What'd you think overall? Overall thoughts? It was all right. Okay, I wasn't... You're going to hate me. You're going to hate me quite a bit because I took a three-day weekend so I could... Uh, I was going to... Sunday, I was going to edit the show, edit the episode that went out. I was going to take care of a bunch of stuff around here. Monday, I was going to soundproof that room. And Tuesday, I was... Or finish soundproofing. And Tuesday, I was going to play with the soundboard. So let me guess. All you did was edit and play with the soundboard. You give me too much credit. <laughs> so I you edited so much division to the point to where when I was watching Game of Thrones, it was on my phone, propped up against my laptop as I was playing the division. <laughs> oh, Bob. But but I did I did gleam a couple things. Like I absolutely loved uh Tyrion and Daenerys' conversation because you see how bad Daenerys is at being anything other than a petulant child. True. I mean, because the whole time Tyrion's just, you know, just giving her all the freaking tips. Yep. And and the hunter's like, yeah, Marine's just gonna explode. And I'm sorry. How can there be so many? If it was the uh, if it was the gentry in Marine that you know becomes the mask of the death people and whatever, how are there so many of them? Because didn't the slaves and commoners far outnumber the princes and gentry? Hey Bob, put a pin in that. If you hear a snoring, Annie is laying on the captain's chair and she snor- She's like sawing logs so bad oh. right now. Oh, that's adorable. So if it picks it up and you actually hear it when editing, you should probably leave it in. I'm it's probably going to leave it in. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, But yes, so there was way more slaves, but that's also part of the problem that they kind of encountered. Those slaves, they didn't know what to do with themselves. All of a sudden, they had no jobs, they had no homes, they had no education. And so what were they supposed to do? What, you know, that's, she didn't, she didn't no, think far enough ahead. No, my question is purely, ahead. why are there... 
Oh, yeah, because it is made up of some slaves, too, ain't it? Yeah. It's not just the gentry. Uh, Oh, I was going to say another thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, it bringing on the whole shit with Marine, uh, I thought the Unsullied were badasses. Just utter badasses. Like, we're talking perfect formation badasses. And the fact that a bunch of uh, nobles, a hoity-toity nobles, and, you know bedraggled slaves can take them out that is the dumbest shit see i also go ahead embarrassed in the fucking bold got caught by these dude i know that's the part that pissed me off more so than the unsullied because some of the stuff that i read after the fact like i read a bunch of different opinions and one of them that makes the most sense was that with the unsullied like if you look at how they're equipped they're equipped with huge shields and spears it's not exactly great for urban warfare um, so whenever they but would get, they were, the, whenever they would get sandwiched in, it was it was just like I know, okay, without thinking of the movie and the comic book, but just like the whole um, Sparta versus um, Persians versus the Persians. Okay, what did they do? They bottlenecked this army into a small area, right? Yes. So that's why the harpies had the advantage. While yes, the unsullied are badasses and aren't afraid of fighting. The fact that they would get caught into the street alleys or in rooms of, of homes or businesses, that's what that's that's what kind of done them in. But they'd get grouped five or more. And what do they have? You said it yourself, big fuck off shields. This is a well trained army, okay? They don't understand the concept of a fucking phalanx. Well, At all. As in, a sh- it's called a fucking shield wall. That's the reason they fight with giant fuck-off shields and big stabby sticks. Well, I was about to say they you don't, but... lock in. Oh. I was about to say that they don't, but if you think back to whenever people are throwing shit at Daenerys and stuff, they totally have that they going fucking, on. They, yeah, they understand the concept of the shield but wall. I did not get as mad about that as what I did with Barristan. Like, whenever he drew his sword, I was like... Oh, hell yes, here we go. Here comes freaking Barristan to save the day. And then he gets got, and I'm so pissed. And he is why I won the argument if you're talking about this show. Well, plus, he doesn't die in the books. He's not dead in the books. Of course he isn't. It was only the show where they killed Barristan. That is the dumbest shit in the world. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so... Uh, The majesty of all the shit that was going on completely undercut. To the point to where... I barely paid attention when John was getting stabbed. <laughs> well, okay. You know why? Because I was doing this hardcore fuck off mission. Okay, let's let's rewind just a little bit. What did you think of the hard home episode? The hard home. The one where he, where him and uh, Tormund Giants Bane and some of the other that was cool, dude. I had to stop playing because that fight scene was fucking insane. Dude, that was so badass. Like. All of a sudden, oh God, everything goes quiet, and the dogs start fin. barking. It's oh. just... Or no. It was King of Bones, right? Lord of Lord Bones. Lord of Bones, yeah. where Tormund just, just beats just... the piss out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just freaking kills him flat out yeah. for freaking challenging him. He cracks him. the bones of the Lord of Bones. Um, but no, dude, that, that, was, that was on par, if not better, than Watchers on the Wall. That was just so amazing. Well, the good thing about Watchers was it was a whole episode. Right. Like, but in that that fifteen minutes of hard home was possibly like fifteen of the greatest minutes of that TV show, maybe in TV history. Period. TV history. That's a stretch. I said maybe. It's Game of Thrones. I said maybe. Yeah, that's why I said it's still a stretch to even 
you know, put it on par. But, I, dude, it was that because it felt like a mini movie. Like watching it, it felt like a short, short film. It was good. I'll give you that. It was really good. But the thing about like John getting stabbed, it was the whole using Benjamin. I was like, that's fucked up, dude. They're like, it's your uncle Benjamin. That was messed up. Oh shit! Yeah, that's they did because I heard that and I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, and that little shit Ollie, dude. But, but having actually known what happened and then watching the episodes, it's obvious it happened. Because one, his whole family got killed by uh by by wildlands. All right, and what did Sam tell him? Sometimes you gotta do what everyone says is wrong because you know it's right. Yeah. Sam basically told gave him the idea that yeah, yeah, we should totally kill John. We should totally stab Caesar, bitch. Oh, but the problem is with Caesar it was because, you know, he became a despot and all that, but with this is well, I want to run the wall, and I'm just a big, shad bastard. I keep backing the wrong causes. I back the Mad King, so I got taken to the wall. Boo-hoo, I hate stocks. A stock was better at this job than I was. Boo-hoo-hoo, I hate the stocks. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. I don't even remember, don't even remember that dude's name. Alistair? A- yeah, Alistair Thorne. Fucking cockstain, so, dude. So, part of the Season 6 trailer... It shows Thorne and some of the the brothers of the Night's Watch trying to break in a door. So that oh yeah, I know because uh, the red yeah the red woman's gonna end up bringing John possibly. Back to life, so but what no Paul Jake dude I actually was I was I was reading this thing later on in that freaking thing there was a big giant battle thing where you kind of saw John and there was tons of production I know I saw that same video of him actually fucking talking to the director in that battle yeah. Game. They do. That whole point is the red woman's going to resurrect John because he's a Zora High. But my Dude. my big thing was though, was that uh, whenever Davos drops his big badass line, is whenever he either it looks like either he's going to help protect John or help steal John away from the Night's Watch so that Melisandre can do her thing. Because in the in the trailer at the end. Whenever he says apology, you know, whenever he's like, I'm not a violent man, he actually grabs Longclaw. I know, you told yeah. me this last time. And then too. Ghost uh, is also- Ghost is hanging out right there at John's head. So that means that someone in the Night's Watch or Davos even let Ghost out. So Ghost is hanging out already with John's dead body in that room yeah. with Davos and some of the Night's also, Watch. Also, she's going to do it right then. Because think about how many times was his name? Uh, Firebrand or Fire? Oh, uh, uh, begins with a T. Oh, um, oh hell, Bob. Um, yeah, big fuck off. I got no eye and a slit throat because the mountains killed me more times than God. Okay, so it was uh, uh, Thoros, Thoros okay. of Mirror. Thoros of Mirror. Yeah. yeah, because basically, uh, the Red Priest dude who was there just freaking raised him like that. Yep. So he just said, "Please, please bring my buddy back." And Azor's like, or uh, the the fire god or whatever the fuck its name is, like, you know what? Or the Lord of Light is like, you know what? I got you, bro. Yep. Brings it back. It's that simple. Yeah, so I think, but even in the trailer, like, she's telling Davos that, uh... She was wrong. Yeah, she's like, it was all a lie. And, uh... Even at the start of the trailer, it's like it's a um, it's like a helicopter or crane shot that just zooms in on John's dead body, and you hear Davos say he's gone. But I almost wonder if he's talking more about Stannis instead of John, just with those yeah. w- with the words he's gone. And where was I? Uh, 
Where was uh, Brienne? Brienne was at a... Uh, okay, so you know the town that's outside of Winterfell where um, Theon would go to have his fun yeah. with the hookers? That's where she was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget the name of that So she one just ran up prostitute. into the battle for the sole purpose of killing uh, Stannis. Yeah, pretty much. It she does. Yep. I do love that towards like, fuck, just do it. Even though some people are like, look, you know what? He might still be alive because they didn't show it. But Ian McShane kind of just shat on all that because he done a um he done an interview recently and he and they're like, you know, he's mentioning how they had approached him to do Game of Thrones. He's like, Cool, I'll get to see my old buddies Charles Dance and uh Stephen Delane and they're like, Yeah, no, they're all dead. <laughs> So he kind of dropped the bomb that Stannis is dead, <laughs> you know for sure. But yeah. uh, cause why wouldn't she kill him? Yeah, cause uh, he's a witch. He used black magic to kill his brother, and he also burned his fucking daughter. Yep. I'm sorry, dude. His wife doesn't get to just say no, don't do it when she has fucking told him time and again, let's kill our daughter, let's kill our daughter. Hey, Stannis, hey, Stannis, let's go kill our daughter. Okay, so what did you see as the most fucked up? Stannis burning his daughter or the whole Sansa wedding scene uh, and Theon having to watch? Uh, Ramsay always wins because <laughs> the psychological will always win out over the physical. Okay, so what was, what was more disturbing to you? The fact of what happened to her or that he had to watch? Most likely the fact of what happened to her, because Jake, making someone watch isn't nearly as bad. But, well, okay, so in the context, think about it like this. How many of those arranged marriages do they actually want to marry? How many times does the woman actually want to marry that guy? And think, I'm not saying it happens a lot, but in even, even in our own world 400 years ago, how often would it have happened that... The woman, if for all intents and purposes, was raped because she did not want to have sex with her new husband. Yes, and I, I, I did not take that out of consideration. Well, see, but that's the thing. I think a lot of people forget that. I'm not saying that it's right or that the way they done it in the the show. At least they didn't show the actual act on the show. But you know, it's unfortunately that's something that has happened, and it still happens. And here's the thing with about the show, Jake. Uh, it wasn't just tossed in there because if you want to give a a woman a compelling arc, you're either going to kill her child or rape her. It was an actual progression of the story. That's why it wasn't just some. Because usually, if it's just one of those dumb, you know, just oh, and of course, it's like watching any fucking Japanese show ever. You see a woman walking along, there's going to be guys, oh yeah, they're definitely going to try to rape her. Yeah. That's just it. And you get ups- angry at it more than upset by it. And this wasn't one of those instances, So, because you couldn't have that umbrage with it. You had to just feel skeeved about okay. it. Because there was, there was fully no umbrage that you could take with it, because you knew this is the type of person yep. it was. You kind of knew it was going to. You knew to, it, wasn't it wasn't going to end those, well. Like, yeah, it wasn't one of those thrones, oh, of course they're going to do this to a female character now. It was one of those, just like, oh, God, it, they're going to, oh, it's not going to end yeah. good. Oh, it's not ending good. Oh, oh God, it's another red wedding okay. in a different way. So, oh, that's gross. Oh, dude. that was wrong. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that might have been the worst thing you've ever said, dude. Oh, that's atrocious. 
Oh, oh that's why you're going to hell, dude. Oh. I know. I know. Okay. That's bad. So. Nega boy. I, I have I have uh I have something for you. So. Okay. In the book, do you remember Sansa's friend Jane Poole? Oh yeah, I know. Okay, uh, so they actually pass her off as Arya in the books. And so all of this stuff happens to Jane Poole. And Reek oh, actually um, tries to save her even though he knows that she's not Arya. Um, so in instead, in the show, they put Sansa instead of Jane. So if they would have continued with yeah, the... they just left her. If they would have continued with the Jane Poole instead of Sansa, would that have changed... Um, not, do you think that would have changed not only your own kind of feelings about it, but the feelings of everyone else who were all up in arms about it? If it there would have been changed. more umbrage because this is they. Uh, this would have because uh, was it just Littlefinger that did that, or was Sansa in on it too? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, with the Jane Poole. Um, yeah. I think I'm not sure because of course I haven't read that part from what I've read it was just Littlefinger that was in on it okay. I don't think Sansa was in on it because I can't imagine Sansa selling her best friend up she didn't even know her then best it, friend was still alive there would have been more umbrage there'd be more anger because you'd have that ability to be angry because of what's happening because because of the full on arrange- like how it is completely pulling strings. Even though technically, yeah, Littlefinger is using it to pull strings to make Cersei attack the uh, attack the North and start everything up again so he can find some way to take power because Littlefinger is just a mustache-twirling villain and he's really fucking boring. And now yep. he has a more Irish accent that's really hard not to notice. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I think part of the, the umbrage that people took with it was that Sansa has literally been the whipping girl throughout the entire oh, yeah. series. And it's like, of course, you know, you've already put her through all of this hell. Instead of her having, like, one bright spot, you have to just go and do the absolute worst thing possible to her. And, okay, when they were jumping, when her and Theon were jumping, were they jumping into something or just jumping? That's the thing. Nobody knows because they just jumped off the ramparts. Okay. Or the battlements, whatever. They just straight up jumped off. It never shows. It doesn't... There's no allusion to even if they survived. Other than, of course, you see them in the Season 6 trailer. So, obviously, they lived. And if they were going to die, Jake, they would have shown the bodies. You know goddamn well True. they would have shown the squishy. But one of the, the, the big things that people are excited about for Season 6 is they're actually going to show what happened at the Tower of Joy. So in the season six trailer, it actually shows a guy rocking like black armor with the Targaryen crest on the chest. Oh, really? Yes. Like what? Uh, with the with the fight? Yeah. So Ed and Sir Arthur Dane, all of uh, so like what was it? Ned and Hall and Reed were the two that left alive. Yeah. And wasn't the crone supposed to be in? Oh wait, never mind. That was like in like episode two or three. That was episode it? one. One. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did she actually give Cersei the prophecy? Yes, on that except one, it, it left out the whole little brother thing. I, if I'm not mistaken, it left out the okay. brother point. It just left. It, it included the whole, you know, oh well, I marry the king. Outlive your kids. Yes, and you know, and that you know, you'll have three. The king will have sixteen or ten and six, whatever, six and ten. Um, so yeah, so they had that in the very first episode because that's how they opened, and that was with a flashback. Yeah, I could. So remember. I'm curious as to if in that very first episode of season six, the the first thing it opens up with is the Tower of Joy. 
That'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be so badass, dude. And I'm wondering if they're actually going to use Sean Bean and just put some makeup on him to look, make him look younger, or if they'll no, cast some. I wouldn't. I, I, they'd probably cast some. But here's the thing. They actually, all the actors from season one, they signed on for seven full seasons in case they bring them back for like um, stuff like flashbacks Vision or anything like and that. Stuff. And no, I'm mainly banking on the fact of uh, in it how they showed uh, Bran face-to-face with the Night's King. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the big thing because uh, they're going to have him... They're most likely going to have Bran be the exposition magician. I think... Because they're going to have him walk through... uh, The the Green Seer is going to have him walk through the past, and that's how they're going to open. They're going to watch the Tower of Joy, and he's going to pull back like, oh, no. And then they're going to, like, go forward and see, like, the original war with the... uh, with the with the uh, people from the land of always winter, then it's going to show the, but I think you've got your timelines mixed up because there's some things. If you think about the first episode of the next season, they pick up where the last episode left off of the previous season. So if they do that, I like your idea though, because what if Bran is with the three eyed Raven and it's doing, uh, well, I I know, but if he's with him and then that's how the show opens is him with the, the, the blood raven and so he sees the 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 um like the knight's king being changed and the the war and then that's whenever the tower of joy comes up and then that's how they open the show so that way they're covering what happened in the previous episode and they're already bringing back brand back into the picture from jump street i'm talking about all season jake oh he's gonna be the exposition magician all seasons like oh who wants a little backstory? But would that be a terrible thing, though? No, no. I, I'm just saying that's that's his whole point. Is go, he's going to be Lavar Burton taking us on a journey inside books? <laughs> he is just going to be there. It's like, and now let us see what happened in the long ago. He's just going to be narr- He's just going to be the. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of vignettes with him as the uh, dude who pops up in the middle level, like Dean Kane from freaking uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> But no, I I mean, as long as they give, like, full story instead of just showing him for, like, two minutes and then cutting away, if they, like, actually take a chunk, like, whenever they do brand stuff, take, like, a ten-minute chunk and really dig in there, then I'm all for it. Because I already, I haven't even finished reading the books, and I want to read A World of Ice and Fire. I I haven't read any more, because, dear God, the third book has so many cat chapters, and it's cat is boring it's like she's standing around she's talking to her dying dad she's standing around she's weeping over her kids she's standing around now i understand why i hated the sansa chapter so much she is definitely fucking cat's kid oh so we were we were re-watching uh um casino royale uh the okay. daniel craig one the guy who plays edmer tolly is totally in it because i was we were watching i was like hey that dude looks familiar and i was like oh yeah he was in game of thrones Anyway, um, but no, that season six, like, you know, I have you to thank for me kind of getting into the TV show to begin with. Really? Did I make you watch it? What's that? I made you watch it? Yeah, dude, you get, you hooked me up with your, um, your external hard drive. Oh, yeah. With the, like, the first three or four seasons on it. Two, two. It was first. No, it was more than two. Yeah. Oh really? I gave I gave it to you that. Oh yeah. I thought it was. No, I started watching it like. Okay, so that first. That first Comic Con I went to, so that would have been 2014. 
that's whenever because while I was sitting there waiting for you all and waiting for everything to oh. open up, I would sit there and watch Game of Thrones. So okay, yeah. So, so I finished it up long. just before season five started, and I was kind of stoked for season five. I liked season five, like. I should say I liked moments of season five. All in all, I thought the season was as season four was probably yeah. better as a full season. Um, but dude, the way this one's gonna shake out, like I'm even more excited for this than season five. This should make for a really interesting season of television. Yeah, it might. Uh, it should yeah. because they're gonna cover all of the. Um, they're gonna finally pick up on all the Greyjoy stuff. Oh, yeah, because they were showing What's-His-Face's funeral. Yeah, Balin's. For someone who hasn't seen it, I know an awful lot about it. Well, because you watched that one video where they broke down stuff piece by piece. Did I? When? Well, you were just saying that you watched a video where it showed different pieces of the the trailer. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, my God, dude. So, technically, <laughs> you watched the trailer. I think yeah. the one I watched was, um, I think the YouTube channel is called Emergency Awesome, I think. I think that's the one that I had watched where they kind of broke down the different pieces of the that plus just listening to Game of Owns, but Marcella did die, right? Yes. Because I, re- I knew it was going to happen, so I stopped paying attention. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure she dies. See, that's the funny thing is even whenever I was watching that part and the Sand Snake kissed her, I didn't think anything about it. You didn't think a single fucking thing about it. They brought it up. Two episodes before for no reason other than to bring it up here. Yep. And I no loved the combination between her and Braun. That was fucking great. Seriously. The back and forth, oh my god, it was the coolest. I thought the and Sand Snakes were so. just kinda kinda limp dicking through the, the They could have the season know, they been so much more. Yeah. I didn't think they'd done a good job with uh it's not the casting, it was more like just the way they had it set up for them in the show. It just wasn't. Yeah. And then Varys came back at the end. I love that. It's like, I did not miss you. It's like, aww. Yep. Your yep. friend is back. But aww. see, that also makes you think, you know, did he let Jorah know? Did he know that Jorah had left? Uh, I believe in the books, he uh, that was part of the thing. Yeah. Like, as in, he got, he, he arranged it to where Jorah would take him. Yeah. And he would not. He, and he just disappears after that. Yeah, from what I understand, he never shows back up. Like in the books, like whenever everything goes down, he doesn't still show back up. But yeah, that's the thing though. They do have like like the changing of Bron- uh The thing with Bronn and uh, Jay- Tyrion, oh. they changed that because uh, those two had such great chemistry. They didn't change at all what happened at the after uh, after Brienne just fucking chucks him off of a, a chucks a hound off of a mountain and that caused fans to get weirded out because the two actors had such good chemistry they didn't realize how horrible it actually was like it was portrayed in the books yeah and because of the chemistry between the actors they change it and there's nothing wrong with changing an adaptation because of the way the the actors interact the way the two characters start just vibing which happened with Varys and Tyrion. Which happened with Tyrion and Bronn. Yep. A lot of this shit happens with Tyrion. Well, see, that's the thing is they also there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people speculating that since um, Kyburn brought back the mountain, you know, yeah. that this is the season where Cat comes back as Lady Stoneheart. Oh, they actually a kind of alluded as, to it. yeah, where the Hound comes back as the Grave Digger. Where John comes back because it's like you Wait, might as comes back as a grave digger. Yeah, so 
the hound there's supposedly there's this um so i think it's in dance with dragons maybe um i forget which book it is but yeah so there's um there's this town and there's a great grave digger that works uh, in this little in this or on this farm or something i forget the exact so i'm totally butchering it but i assume it's going to be at a at a uh, cemetery but it's alluded to that it was the hound or oh, no it's actually at a sept that this person totally threw away their old their old self their old life their old identity everything and now they took on a vow of silence and they just worked there at the sept but it's huh. supposed to be a huge man. Of course, it's not the mountain because, you know, there's Franken Mountain. The the, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of people speculating that this is going to be the, the season where we see Lady Stoneheart, the Gravedigger, and John all come back. They actually already kind of brought up You Will Be. So, the, you know, and especially with all the battle stuff, it's like, okay, so is this how Kat starts to get her vengeance on the, the Boltons? Um, if she, you know, if this is the season that she comes back to life and she has an army, what if it's... Well, that's going to be sad because she kills Brienne. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, then you've got two armies being led essentially by someone brought back to life by the God of Light and Cat and Jon Snow. That would then yeah. be taking back over Winterfell to just, like, erase the Boltons. And so there's there's speculation also that... Um, oh, if that's the case, then that means that... Oh god, if you're looking like 80 years down the line, think about the the north. Yep. They would probably stop worshiping the old god. Well, they'd still recognize the old gods, but they would probably start following the Lord of Light because two people brought back by the Lord just obliterated the fucking oppressors of the north. Well, and also it's believed that where Sansa in the trailer, she actually looks all sorts of clean and, you know, wearing wearing heavy over. coats and everything. No, there, there's actually speculation that she's at the last hearth with the Umbers. And so then the Umbers will know what happened and then the Umbers can go and help take over Winterfell also, take back Winterfell. Wait, which ones were the Umbers? The Big John, the great big oh. huge dude. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. That, that great job. you know, yeah. he used to give, uh, he started out giving Rob a bunch of shit, and then Rob kind of stood up to him, and he's the one, because I think it was the great John that started all the King of the North stuff. Wasn't oh, yeah. It? He, he yeah. full on did, because the whole thing, like, that's what I liked about Rob. He wasn't actually wanting to become king. He was just, I want my dad back. Yep. He was doing the same thing his uncle did before him. That didn't end very well, but hey, or. No, his uncle and his grandfather did yep. before him. But you know, that but, never ended well. But he just wanted his pet family back, and then the whole people were like, "You know what? You know what? Fuck the South! Yep. All right, I'll deal to you, bitch." And he's like, "What? But I am just a little <laughs> <Yep>. boy." <laughs> so, because I think the great John actually escaped the Red Wedding, or was it his son? One of the two actually was not killed at the Red Wedding and made it out. I think it was the Great John. Maybe it was his son that died in the Great John. Oh my God! You know what I really hope? What? I really hope that their the last hearth is located on a ridge, and they 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 think about all this wonderful ways to destroy both the Boltons and the uh, and the whatever they're phrase. called the phrase. So all this they sit and plot their great umbridge. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I had to take that one for a walk around the block before we... <laughs> oh, I approve of that pun, though. I'm pleased that's, with myself. That's great, dude. So, yeah, so there's, um, you know, that's the thing is that there's so much speculation, and if the speculation comes true, that's going to make for one hell of a season. Um, like, if everything, like, actually, for all intents and purposes, comes to a head in this season... And then everything that happens with this, that's why, you know, that, that kind of sets the pace for the the final two seasons, if they only if they still stick with just eight seasons. Um, so, yeah, it should be really, really interesting, especially if somehow Lady Stone Heart has ended up in the North and at the last hearth, and then Sansa and her are reunited, and then there's this great big you know what, let's take back the North kind of thing. And hopefully that'll give her enough uh, cognizance not to kill Brienne. Yeah, maybe. I really hope... Because okay, Sansa it, will be like, oh, hey, she told me to do this, and... Oh, no, that would probably give her more reason if Sansa said that she told me to put a light, uh, candle in the window, and I did, and she never came. That probably wouldn't help things any, but... Wait. Because remember, oh, Brienne told... So- yeah. So whenever I saw that, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's not going to be good if they if Lady Stoneheart shows up." Because she was off in the battle. Yep. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it's probably not going to be good for Brienne. Probably. No. But. But she does have half of ice. That may, but the fact that it was given to her by a Lannister may not help any. Um. Oh yeah, because all Stoneheart would see is the Lannister. Yep. Oh, but you know, first off, she would fucking present it to her. And she, well, she probably doesn't know it's part of ice. Oh, I'm sure she does. I think I think Jamie mentioned it. Oh, okay. And yet, oh god, then that would give them reason to just to storm the Red Keep to get the other half to reforge ice. Oh, that would. Oh, oh dude, I didn't even so think boss. about that. Oh, that'd be badass. Uh huh. I wonder how Tomlin's gonna die because he he has to die next because. Part of the prophecy was her children will die before her. Yeah. All of them. I don't know, dude. Unless, um... Unless he changes? Oh, I would love she gets to the Red Keep and Tommen, without having the serpent in his ear on either end, because, okay, Marjorie might not be a horrible person, but she is still a serpent in the ear. With him just having to realize all this shit, being away from all these manipulative women in his life, just finally comes out in his own to where he actually becomes a different person thus losing her child so he's taking he, as Tom and Lannister he Tom and Lannister is dead and he becomes someone else yes Tom and Lannister is dead all hell Tom and Lannister that or what if um to kind of uh get herself out of her mess Marjorie offers to offer up the king as like a sacrifice to the the high sparrow. They would not. Uh, they don't take sacrifices, dude. Well, not like a literal sacrifice, but just as one what of those things. Hey, what if I can give you the king and you can imprison the king? What would the What would the king? What? It, no, 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 no. The high sparrow would only imprison somebody if they did wrong. What has Tommen done wrong except being a bastard? It's not his fault. But he that his. It doesn't matter because it's still seen that he is a bastard of incest. He's he is the creation of an incestuous relationship, which is not holy in any form or fashion. So are all of the Targaryens since ever. But that's the thing. Well, that's right. Because I guess it was the Targaryens that really trumpeted the seven, huh? 
Well, yeah, they... Well, no, the the seven came with the Andals. They just kept them. They adopted the gods. They adopted the old ways. And, well, no... Yeah, since a sparrow has a whole mat on for pre-Targaryen era. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, I don't know. It'll be fun, though. That'll cause some citywide shit, though, because... Oh, hey, look. So, the church imprisoned both queens, and now they imprison the king. Guess what? Um, you're trying to create a theocracy, okay? Fuck off. Yeah. And that's just gonna... I honestly think the Red Keep's gonna end up burning. Like, it's just gonna be just white. Well, you know, part of one of the, the brief clips it shows in the trailer is the, the Tyrells outside of the Sept. Oh, just... There's a, oh, there oh. is a Tyrell army outside of the Sept of Baylor. Nice. Yeah. So... It's gonna be fun. When does it start up? April? April 26th, I believe. Sweet. And I just gotta remember to save your password. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Uh, no, man. So... It's, it's gonna be good. So now let's talk about the reason why I barely watched anything <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, of course. Let's- Tom Clancy's The Division. The It is... Okay, it's not an amazing game. It is a decent middling time killer. Okay? Anybody who says this is an amazing game that should be touted is the same people who said Destiny was the best game in the world. It's fine. There's nothing horribly wrong... Well, there's plenty wrong with the game because it's Ubisoft, and Ubisoft does not know how to make a game without fucking it royally. Okay, so is it the same stuff that's wrong with it that was wrong with Destiny whenever Destiny first came out? Oh, I'm talking glitches. Oh, okay. I'm talking the fact that you roll into a car and you're stuck. But if you're stuck in a car, it'll actually teleport you back to your... uh, Back to the last uh, safe house you were at. I haven't got. To, I haven't fallen through the world yet. But have you ever seen like uh, the? I think it's fracking is what it's called. The pixels start fragmenting. Like the the environment starts acting weird and kind of like a tent. Dra- a tent gets draped over your face. Yeah, that happened all the time to me. Uh. I was in the middle of a group fight, a mission where there were five snipers. I couldn't see in front of me. <sighs> I had no idea what was going on, and it took four minutes for that to fix itself. And that's the thing. It just fixed itself. It is so weird and buggy, but the car closing, the car door closing physics are top-notch. Seriously, <laughs> you can just run around and close car doors. It's great. And I saw a dog take a poop down a street grate. Dude, I saw you mention that would play again. <laughs> It was, I, I didn't get a hit. I was like, is that dog shitting down a grate? Oh, God, i got to save it. Then the dog saw me and walked away with like this pleased look. I was like, oh, my God, I wish I would have saved How that How do you picture. take a screenshot on, on PlayStation? Or are you playing on your laptop? Laptop. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And that thing feels like it's going to catch fire anytime soon. Because, oh my god, it can run so hot when playing that game. Well, dude, I, that's the bummer. I was hoping you had got it for PlayStation because then I would think about picking it up myself. Sorry. I just ended up getting all in. I, but then again, just, all like I had told you before, all the same people on my friends list that play Destiny, they're all playing The Division right now. <laughs> so, it's like Cody Tanner, our cousin Raymond, uh... You know, Omar, Brandon, I think Omar was one of them. Some, you know, just some of those other same Destiny players, they're all playing The Division now. <laughs> and honestly, it's not its not a horrible game. Like, it's odd that a multiplayer game, it's the story because... The story sounds interesting. 
It's decent, but what really gets you is when you complete uh, the mission, main missions, you get a bit more of the story in terms of like found footage and things. Right. And it gets harrowing, Jake. Oh, really? When you see scenes of a uh, of security camera footage of these gangs just torturing people, there's a there's a there's basic rioters. There is a a group of uh, street cleaners who think they're going to fix this infection by cleansing the world with fire. So if someone has a case of the sniffles, like you found, I found this like little echo thing of like, you know, just a, a breakdown of what happened in the area. Right. Of them torching a motherfucker because he couldn't breathe because he had asthma. Ugh. And there's the Rikers who were a bunch of cons who, from Rikers Island, and who think, you know, like, Everybody is equal, so let's just fucking kill everything and blah blah. Then you have a private military uh, company, and it it's it's a dumbest shit because they're they're supposed to be you know like we think we're the right ones, we do everything proper. It's like, but you have a bunch of people tied up and killed right there. Uh, you see that right there? That is not what good guys do. They're tied up and executed, and they just look like city workers. Right. What the fuck? I mean, it's just so... Once you dig... If surface level, it's good. Digging deeper, it can get kind of shitty. Like story-wise or gameplay-wise? No, story wise? as well. You dig too much into the story, and it's just... The gameplay is simple. Incredibly simple. Cover-based shooty-shooty. So it's it would be kind of like Gears of War meets Destiny? Yeah, it's any military shooter that isn't first-person. It is all cover-based, and... You know how in Destiny and Borderlands how everything's a bullet sponge? Right. It's that. Everything gets more and more bullet spongy, but your gear doesn't upgrade to compensate for how fast, how much damage they do and can take. Yeah. It's set up to where you need a full party because you need somebody to draw attention while you peg them in the face. Borderlands 2, the, the creatures were way more bullet spongy than the first Borderlands. Borderlands 2, I, I it thought was it was way more bullet spongy. They were more the same. I, well, for me, it wasn't a big issue because I played a, I played Axton, and you uh, you get the you get the what MRV yeah. to where you can teleport your turret, you put the nuke on it, and everything dies. You just teleport nuke and then retract it. And about 30 seconds later, teleport nuke, retract it. <laughs> It really... Things did so not cheap. stand up to my character. Oh, it was so fucking cheap. And the thing is, though, I need a... I, got, I bought the Handsome Collection, so I need to replay Borderlands 2 with my accident because the level cap keeps going and going and going. So, one of the trees is you have two turrets that you can deploy. So, teleport nuke, teleport nuke, retract, retract, teleport nuke, teleport nuke, <laughs> retract, retract. <laughs> uh terrible uh but it's great anyway but, yeah so the game's do you fun. think do you think it's just because it's ubisoft or do you think it's because they've never went into the realm of like wide open rpg like this and so ubisoft doesn't make a great game they make mid-level games that no longer they don't make great games any longer no they, they never made great games see i would disagree because the first assassin's creed there was nothing was wrong with it. Do you not remember the ending? Where it's just out of nowhere, like, oh, hey, yeah, the game's over now. Bye. Play but the that just one. means it was a shit ending. There wasn't gameplay issues with that first one. Other than, you know, on all of those games, like, riding a horse sucks. 
Like, the controls the of the horse sucks, but there wasn't the same game-breaking stuff as what has been seen since, like, Assassin's Creed 3 and on. Whenever they started making everything a yearly process and... Which and, they finally decided to stop doing, apparently. So, you know, and that's that's another thing. That's why I stopped playing the Call of Duties, because I'm like, I don't care if it changes studios every other year. That means they have two years to work on one. That's fine, but it's still an oversaturation of the same old shit. It, and it's still going to be every game. You're going to get exploded by a nuke and play your character as he dies from it. Yep. You're going to have to play him while he's being killed, while he's being like a... You're going to get blown up, and all you have is your handgun or a knife or something simple, and you have to defend yourself with it. Yep. Every goddamn... Why? Because Modern Warfare was a good fucking game. Was it called? Modern Warfare, Warfare 2 was also. Those... No, no, no. 2, I hated. I hated 2 because it was Modern Warfare again. Like, not just the same the same setup. It was literally the same game, except, oh, you get to kill a bunch of people with uh, at, at an airport if you want. Well, I, see, that's the thing. I think that there was... It had some, you know, it had some of the same carryover characters, but I think those two were less similar than anything that came after them. But no, I agree. Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was, was literally game-changing. Literally. It changed... No, it was... It didn't change shit when it came to Call of Duty. It just... It was a solid game. No, I mean, like, multiplayer, it was game-changing. Like, the Uh, the multiplayer setup on that, dude, there's a a reason why they keep pounding it and why people keep spending, why it literally makes hundreds of millions of dollars every year is because of that same formula that they established in Modern Warfare. Other shooters had that same setup. It just hit that perfect time to where it became the standard. See, I don't think so. Like, the 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 multiplayer, like, on Gears of War, compared to the multiplayer on Mar- Modern Warfare, it's completely different. Because they're two completely different types of games. One's a cover shooter. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's look at it this way. Call of Duty World at War, okay, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The only thing Call of Duty World at War had that was better than Modern Warfare was Zombies Mode. That was it. It had Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> and no, that zombie mode was awesome, the first one. Yeah. Because it just came out of nowhere. Exactly. That's now, In the multiplayer, I kind of like the multiplayer on World but War. But see, the, the, the Modern Warfare multiplayer? Warfare. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The modern weir fair. Yeah, the mo- the multiplayer on <laughs> no, modern. No, it's half man, half fair. It is a weir fair. <laughs> <laughs> a weir fair. A weir fair. <laughs> um, but no, I to me it's that's the formula that not only Activision but so many other games after have tried replicating because it was so successful. Honestly, it, it was not that different than other games that were coming out at the time, but but it was more accessible, so it was it just hit that perfect stride. Or maybe it was just because it was kind of okay. So the the it didn't story the game it tweaked it. The story modes gradually got shorter and shorter and shorter. That Modern Warfare one was a fantastic single player really story, good. or even local multiplayer, story. like the I local two remember- player. I remember freaking when I was first playing it. I was playing, uh, my roommate was in there watching with me, and I was just sitting there, just like at the end, it was like, I said, I was like, this is fucking cool. It's just like, dude, and Red was like, dude, 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 it's like you pick up the gun, you grab the gun, you grab the gun, you gotta shoot. He's like, what? Crack, 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 crack. It's like, fuck. 
And I was like, oh crap, I gotta shoot people. I spent my entire clip killing the guys on the side, and then I was like, right in his head, click, click. Like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. And it was great because you weren't expecting it. But of course, uh, two came around, and I'm sitting there, it's like, all right. Give me the gun so I can shoot this fucker. But see, I felt the same way about, uh... I also felt the same way about, uh, like, Halo Reach. Like, at the end of that, where all of a sudden, you just have, like, a basic amount of ammo, and you just... You're basically just you, killing... Yeah, it's a... You're trying to last as long as you can. Yeah. I... That was possibly my favorite part of Reach. It was. It was kind of fun. But I love that game. Mode. That's still my favorite Halo game also. That game was absolutely eh. amazing. I loved Reach. I hate it because I like the characters, but the whole thing was like, yes, you're all going to die one by one, aren't you? It's like, yes, sir, we are. It's like, hey, this is where you're going to die, isn't it? Yes, it is. Bye! Yeah. Well, you knew everybody was going to die eventually just because the place was made of glass. And you know that... Master Chief was the Walking only person glass. that made it out alive. Glass. <laughs> so I think that's why I kind of, that's one of the things, because you knew everybody was going to get it. You kind of knew how things were going to end. It was just getting there. I don't know. Even the multiplayer, I, I spent so much more time in that than even Halo 3. Like by the time Reach came around, I was pretty burnt out. Like on Halo 3, I played so much of the Halo 3 that I could still play Halo 3. It's one of those things. I haven't touched an Xbox and over three years and I'd still I'd still hit because I still remember uh, how I'd always play co-op you know with my roommates and I was so used to I was like you know what I might as well make my own profile get in there very first game I'm playing all I can hear is like oh my god there's a fucking level one with us this is gonna suck okay it's like hey I got the whole screen I can see more <laughs> and we're talking like headshot 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 grab my freaking gadoom that brute shot and just dead 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 I had half the team's kills and I only died <laughs> once <laughs> dude that's because you've always been such a pain in the ass on Halo dude never oh, failed god, nothing was fun or like uh, Valhalla I loved Capture the Flag on Valhalla. Yeah, but would you Josh, get on the microphone and start humming Yellow Submarine to oh, all those that no, can hear? No, no, no. No, I never... I, no, because I never played single player. I always played team. If it was single player deathmatch to where it's, you know, everybody are a free-for-all deathmatch, yes, I would. I would definitely do that. Yeah, but, but would I you do like it with the mic on and everything? Yes, I would. <laughs> I would have done that. That way in the kill thing is like... We all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> so for those viewers who don't know and can't pick up on the subtle hints, whenever we would play, one time we played Halo 1 land style at a friend's house. Big shout, Mike Marples. Oh, no. It was, it was before that, Jake. Jake but, it was during Cody's wake. And it, it was, there's so many, but the, that's the thing is that it happened so many times. So Bob would wreck everybody using just the combat pistol and in the shotgun for long range yes he, i would long range shotgun and he would eventually whenever he would start to get on a roll he would start humming the tune to yellow submarine and once yes, we all heard that we would all get so pissed we're like everybody's got to kill bob let's don't kill each other let's just kill and, bob but the best part was everybody started freaking out like it's like oh shit where is he and because we would we would try our best not to screen hop 
That's that was. But a, we do. But dude, we you were a total you, screen hopper. You were such Jake, a screen you hopper. Too, shut it. No, okay? dude. Dude, I rarely screen hopped. Bull, butter, don't dude, even start dude, with that. I shit. bitched we about your screen hopping so much. If I was to become a screen hopper, that would make me a hypocrite, and that's not how because I roll. Because you were, I, I, Jake. I remember all of the Golden Eye. I remember so much playing Golden Eye with you. You, dude, were just, I would not screen we hop. All dude, bad. I was just that good with the Golden Gun. I can't help it. I was it, better at Golden Eye than you, Jake, and you were better at Halo than me. That's I'm going to tell you it. something you probably forgot or don't remember or choose not to remember, whatever. I don't know how you'd want to put it. There's a reason I stopped being good at GoldenEye. That's because every time you lost, you would hit me. So I stopped being good at GoldenEye. The reason you were winning at GoldenEye is because people would not want to get hit. There you go. And, oh, guess what, everyone else? We wouldn't use the golden gun and still beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I. Uh, oh shit, that's funny. Yeah. So I, uh, and and Jake, when we were playing, we were playing the land style. Everybody on the same team was on the same uh, screen. Yeah. So when I was, but would dude, both TVs it, were in the same room. It would have been really easy to look. It would have been and, harder. It would have been Jake. The TV we were playing on was a lot smaller than theirs, so I had to focus. Dude, we were like on a little little nineteen inch. We were on TV. a little TV, and oh my god, you you play with Voldemort? Oh, like it's okay. Like hi, baby. Like yeah, it's okay. I was like, okay, you know what? Sticky <laughs> <Take a> grenade. <laughs> When when we were on the when we did randomize that we were on the wrong team, I was screen hopping because every time you were doing that, I was like, okay, where are they? I'm gonna kill them both. Like, all right, that's why the best level was the one with all the teleporters because it was hard to screen hop on that one. People couldn't. Yeah, I would still wreck your ass. <laughs> yep. Oh man. But no, in Halo Three, what we do is uh, me and my roommate, we'd go off to the we'd grab a mongoose, go off to the side. I'd grab the fucking brute shot. We basically called it the gadung, because all you would hear when I play is gadung, 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 gadung. <laughs> so what I'd do is like we'd roll off, and right when we got to the top, right, you know, just hit the ramp going up to the other base. I would hop off, sticky it, hit it with the with the brute shot, and that would launch it into the base. My roommate would hop out and just start shotgunning everything, bring it down enough to where the sticky would explode the the mongoose. And him and everyone around there, and one of our teammates would just grab the flag and leave. <laughs> it, we it was a bunker buster how we would play that fucking game. I loved playing Halo Three. Oh, it was fun. But yeah, it was. Oh, I would be half uh, if I'd be half tempted to get an Xbox One just to play Halo again because that game was fun. It was, but I'm not gonna because I don't feel like paying for two services. Yeah. And at least with PlayStation Plus, you know, PlayStation Plus doesn't suck. Alrighty. Well, other than the free games, the free games for that has really, really... I've been so disappointed in the free games on PlayStation because Plus. they can't and I still get them. I still get the Microsoft emails that are showing what the free games for the month are, and I'm like, holy shit, dude, really? Because Microsoft fucking corners the market in shitty ways. Oh, have you seen what they're wanting to do with fucking gaming? With, with uh, gaming on fucking laptops yeah i noticed that that um that they're all about that uh microsoft oh, no, is no, all about not... the cross-platform oh no 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 i'm not talking about fucking the xbox i'm talking about windows microsoft is a bunch of greedy little fucks so one no the reason why they have better games in their uh and their uh service crap is because they can't 
they kind of force it to happen. Okay, PlayStation doesn't, Sony doesn't strong arm as much as Microsoft does for that shit. Uh, and two, what Windows is doing is it's trying to set up a whole uh, kind of like Steam, but more totalitarian to where games can only function on it because if you want to use DirectX 12, you have to go through Windows. Oh, the really? Windows service. Yeah, I think that's how it's going to go. It's it's ah oh, damn, it's one of their back-end shit to where you'd have to fucking use Microsoft service and that's fucked up. Yeah. And that's how people are going to stop using Windows is because Windows 10 is some Orwellian Big Brothers bullshit that even when I turn off everything, it will still freaking reset my computer and turn it right back on. But it see, is so fucked. That's just going to... And I don't know if they realize that's why hackers focus on them so much more is because of the stupid shit that they do like well, that. Well, no. The reason hacker... The reason Windows got hacked so much is because more people used it. Okay? The same reason you're not going to make bootlegs Betamaxes, okay? I don't because know. Because not many people have boot have Betamax. You're forgetting who you're talking to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be ashamed to make us a bootleg no, Betamax. No, no, no. I'm saying you wouldn't. That's the reason why not you as in you the as in yeah. the theoretical you people didn't make fucking I uh, didn't make a bunch of viruses and hacks and I uh, worms for Apple because not a lot of people use it, so no one cared. Then they freaking made it Windows compatible. It's like you know what? Screw it. We'll just transfer it over to Apple now. I still think the most success. I love that the most successful virus ever on an Apple, on on an Apple system, was Apple's design. The YouTube out, al- the YouTube album. Oh That's considered yeah. a virus because you get rid of it and it comes back. It's an unwanted program that you can't get rid of. Amen to that. The YouTube album was a virus. It's great. Oh, all right. <laughs> Just like Bono is a virus. Let's start wrapping up, Jake, because I want a little behind the scenes here. I'm not wearing any clothes today. I need to get ready for work. I got out of the shower. I was like, you know what? I'll play a little bit of Division. <laughs> so, so you're just kind of chilling out, Max, all relaxing, all cool on your balls? Yeah. Well, I'm wearing underwear. Oh, uh, I usually funny. wear underwear because I don't know. Just your ass rubbing, your, your, your bare ass rubbing against fabric, uh, the couch fabric, just feel weird. That and socks. That's all. I am just sitting here. As God intended, and I need to get ready for work in a bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I gotta start. I gotta. I gotta be there in about an hour to take the ASVAB, which it starts at one, but I need to be there no later than twelve thirty because I'll have to yeah, go through the screening and all that stuff. So that'll be fun. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. let's burn through this bracket and close this bitch. Heck yeah. We're just gonna do what the entire left side of the round thirty-two, and I apologize. I still haven't done that shit. Done what? <laughs> Uh, the the phys- the visual rep- the physical representation of this for our dear viewers to look at and know what's going on. I've just completely forgot to. I know, but what visual representation? The, the brackets. Ah. As in, put the brackets online. Yeah. Would have been easier to say that if I was smarter. Alrighty. So, let's bust this bitch out. So, is it the Sweet 16 is what it's called? Yeah. I think yeah. Well, this is this is just the round of thirty-two. Ent- After this, it'll be the once we finish the left and right, then it'll be the sweet sixteen. Oh. So do you want to just do the left and right right now? Well, no, let's just do the left. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so we have Harry Potter versus Jock in a car. Oh. Harry's dead. 
Yeah, I was going to say, so Jockin could, he would just, like, use the face of, like, Sirius. Well, no, it, the, the beautiful thing about it is he doesn't have to be anybody. That's he could true. be nobody. He could just be someone. Technically, just he by. is just someone. Well, technically, he is nobody. Yep. Because, you know, his eyes don't go all Oh, wicky. also, so what did you think of all the Jack and stuff in Game of Thrones? Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. Dude, oh my but God, Arya, Arya went ape shit on, on uh, Marin Trant. Marin, oh, dude, that, that was, was so cool. She was like a fucking spider monkey, dude. She I just, know. She, oh, God, and just sitting right beside him. Oh, God, that was the coolest shit in the world, dude. Oh, oh that girl. Yeah, anyway. Okay. So, yeah, no, uh, Jockin would totally beat Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, totally. And, yeah, yeah I get a... And plus, a bunch I of just enjoy the again. character of Jockin more than Harry. Yeah. Okay, we have Yaxley versus Paul Atreides. Uh, Yaxley is... Yaxley is a wizard, sure. <gasps> but Paul... Again, this is one you'll Isn't have that no that the Dune character? On. Yeah. The Dune, that you the went Dune, off yeah. like on a 15-minute tangent about? Yeah. I love me some Paul Atreides. <laughs> but still, I think he would still beat Yaxley. Everything that I remember you rambling about. The... <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because, <laughs> dude, you rambled a lot. But but with Paul, he has the voice. All right, so if he just gets Yaxley to talk a bit, he could make Yaxley stand down, and make Yaxley thinks he wants to stand down. Yeah, because in Yaxley's eyes, he's just a muggle, just some muggle, not someone who has been trained in myriad ways of combat, and has a personal protective shield, which we do not know magic can deflect. Yeah. I'm going with Paul. Yeah, that's fine. Paul. I'm going with Paul. Oh, that fight's going to be cool. We have Jorah Mormont versus River Song. Oh, oh. you want to know? It'll be River Song. You know why? Why? Because Jorah would just fall in love. Yep. Jorah would just go head over heels. You are completely right. King of the friend zone, first of his name. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would just fall in love with her. And... Dude, the f- sh- he would fall in love from the first Hello Sweetie. If she yep. hit him with the hello, sweetie. <laughs> we have Simon Phoenix versus Sturm. <laughs> this is going to be difficult um, because you have someone who is like super fast and agile versus just a brick of a man. But that brick of a man was also brought down by a chick on a dragon. Yeah. But she was wasn't on the dragon chick- whenever they were fighting, was she? No, she was off the dragon. She was on the dragon, Jake. Was she? Yeah. Also, he was being attacked by dragons. She dealed the final blow. True. He was he was attacked by dragons and still standing. Okay, we'll have to give it to Sturm. Well, I'm giving that to Sturm, yeah. yeah. Although, you know, Simon could have a gun and but <laughs> Bellatrix the Strange versus Captain Jack. Oh. What's your purview and how would it happen? Cuz I've just been declaring how it happens. So what do you think happens? I mean, it would it would have to be Captain Jack. His vortex manipulator would find some way of just being able to eradicate one Bellatrix Lestrange. Vortex manipulator just lets you travel through time. Right, but so randomly, all he would, randomly. Oh, that's true. Shh. Only after the doctor fixed it and he only set it up to where he can go to one place twice. Well, then boom, he would just he would he could hit that and then would just disappear and she would throw a hissy fit. And then eventually she would just die on her own. And he would still be living. You know how I, how I think it would happen? What? She'd have a cadaver him, 
turn her back, and he'd shoot her in the fucking head. <laughs> Dude, because he so gets much right back up. Oh, that's so much better. Because she would, like, <laughs> cackle and shit and be all excited, and then he would just be like, yeah, sorry, bang. <laughs> okay. Ned Stark versus Snape. Can Valyrian still block magic? But a lot of the magic isn't a directional. Some of it just happens, so... Well, see, that's the thing, is because Snape would be able to use Occlumency. Oh, to get to his head? As much strength of character as Ned Stark has, I don't think he could... I think he could. You think so? He is so set in his ways. His mind is a fortress, Okay, but maybe Valyrian still is imbued with some sort of magical property, considering... But could he block it? But would he need to with the sword? Could he just dodge in general? Huh. Because he wasn't the most, like, fighter of fighters. He wasn't, like, the most badass. He wasn't the most nimble. He wasn't Brandon. Nope. But yet he did survive the Tower of Joy, which is more than Snape ever survived. And he was holding his own against Jamie fucking Lannister. Yup. Until one of his people got him. Yup. Of course, that was show. Was that in the book as well? No, it was in the book also. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was going. He was and he. Yeah, he was going to town on Jamie Lannister, dude. Yep. Wow. But then, but Septim Simpra. Yeah. I think Snape may win. As hard as it is to think, I think Snape might win, Jake. Yeah, I think you'd probably yeah. be right. Next up, we have the Ninth Doctor versus Guinan. A guy who thinks he's a god versus someone who very possibly is a god. (laughs) I'm just... I also think that that would be, like, one hell of a just, like... um, Conversation! Yeah, a conversation and trying to outwit one another. That's what it would be. They would have a smug, I know more than you off. Yeah, but which one would win a smug, I know you off? (sighs) Let's see. I... Huh... Let's see here. Well, okay. The doctor loves lording the fact that he knows more than you over your head. And that may be his downfall. Because. His hubris. Whereas Guinan is kind of more. uh, She doesn't care that you don't know. She likes the fact that people don't know. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with Guinan. As much as I love the ninth doctor. Yeah, she would trip him up. Okay. John McClane versus Sirio for. Oh, McLean, you're dead. Uh, you think so? Oh, I think he's so dead because the the joy of uh, the part, the thing about John McLean is he's the everyman. True. Serio is a well honed man, and we are talking, and we already established movies one through three. None of this. I'm a superhuman god bullshit from four and five. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> well, see, that's the difficult part is because John McLean does have guns. Yeah, he does have guns. But he's not exactly like a crack shot either. Shoot the glass. Shut up. <laughs> huh. Who would win? Because the best shooting he does is at the end of the first one whenever he has the gun taped to his back. Yeah. And that was in that was like in close proximity. Yeah. Uh. So, if Serio could, could live through 12 bullets being fired at him... And get in close enough. So but Serio would also... I think C- John McClane used the environment around him really well. But so does Serio. Serio is trained to do that. 
He's also trained to read body movements and slightly moving your hand to the side to shoot. That isn't going to help you out much. Yeah. Let's go with Serio. You're going with Serio? Even with the... You gave McLean so much backing, but you're going with Serio. I think I might have to go with Serio. All right. Isn't that what you had said with Serio, too? I was thinking it, but you know what? If you are going to say McLean, I was going to relent. I was going to give it because cause he has a gun. Yep, but I think Serio of everyone, Serio and Jockin would be the two that could dodge bullets the best. Yeah, and that's a fight I want to see. I hope they make it straight up to the end. Dude, that would be awesome. Oh, but how the fuck is Captain Jack gonna? Oh, well, him and him and Serio would just fuck. Him and Gaina would just fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) alrighty. Uh, I gotta start getting ready for work. So that's gonna wrap it us. Oh, is that all the? Is that the whole side? Yeah, we just did the whole side. Okay, cool. It's going to wrap it up for today. Put that back to from whence it came. And so we're going to let you guys go. We had a big-ass long Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> With a little bit of division mixed in. So much Game of Thrones. That was like 40 minutes of it, Jay. But that was good, though. That was good that Game was of Thrones good, discussion. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to finish watching the fifth season so that we could finally get that out there. Understandable. But then right. I think we still need to do like a straight-up Game of Thrones episode. But all, all right, right Bob. So. Yeah, give them <laughs> give them where they can find us. All right, I'll give them where they can find us. I'll give them where they can find us. Good. All right, where you can find us is Twitter is at ABQ Podcast. All right. What about Kevin Gmail? Lee, Kevin Lee, Kevin oh, I can't do it. If you're going to, t- oh God, no, no. Oh, let's see. I'll be feisty. Have a photo, but there we go. If you're going to Gmail, you're going to want to go to Brother Squirrel at gmail.com. Give us suggestions. Ask us to weigh in on issues that you're having with y'all. And stuff that people don't talk about whenever it comes to ladies. Oh, yes, very much. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, getting puppy attacked. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, if, if, say, you and a. You and one, uh, someone you know are having an argument, and you want someone to tell them who is right and who is wrong. We can do that for you too, because hey, what good is having a podcast if you can't lord your opinion over others? But uh, you can uh, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Come on, it's just iTunes. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, anywhere major uh, and minor. <laughs> podcast can be found if you look at a podcast site and we're not on there let us know we'll make sure we're on there yep and just am i missing anything no i think that covers it all right so that'll next, do it for until, today yeah that's gonna do it for today until next episode remember we are in brothers court fuck i did it again <laughs> <laughs> so so until next time we here in brothers quarrel want you to remember that no one ever truly wins an argument no with that attitude they don't Now do you see why I make you start, you son of a bitch?